Hi, everyone. Welcome to God's Word with Friends, a podcast from Gospel Center Missionary Church in South Bend, Indiana. We're glad you've joined us. My name is John Reynos, and with me today, as normal, is Pastor Ben, Tara, Missy, and Pastor Ben. And of course, we're glad to have you. Thanks for listening. If you're on the go, uh, we appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you happen to have a minute, you may want to sit, open your Bible or Bible app to today's passage, which is Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. That's Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. Before we read the passage, let's pray together. And Missy, would you open us in prayer? Sure. Dear Lord, we come to you so grateful that we have this opportunity. We thank you again that we have your word in so many versions and places and online, dear Lord. Help us to take advantage of that and to study your word, dear Lord. And we pray as we look at a section today that you will help us to um, learn and also to be able to help others that are thinking about it, to think more of you. We love you, Lord. In thy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, beginning in verse 1. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What does the worker gain from his toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on men. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the hearts of men, yet they cannot fathom what God has done from beginning to end. Today, We want to remind you that God makes everything beautiful in its time. God makes everything beautiful in its time. So my question to start us off today is this. What are some things that are worth waiting for? Babies. Babies are worth waiting for. I uh, love my kids, but I hated being pregnant. Uh, Nine months is a long time to wait for a little baby, but uh, it was definitely worth it. And they were a long nine months for you. Yes. <laughs> Other things? What are uh, things worth waiting for? I think uh, Mr. or Mrs. Wright is worth waiting for. Um, you know, oftentimes you look at a lot of TV shows and relationships and, you know, marriage is kind of poo-pooed on. But, you know, when you find Mr. or Mrs. Wright, they're worth the wait. And so anything that you do, um, I know the big A word, abstinence is a kind of a cuss word to some people, Uh, not in our circles, of course, but, you know, I think when you wait for Mr. or Mrs. Wright and you give all of your energy to your marriage relationship, it's really worth the effort and the wait. I'm going to go lighthearted. Jim mentioned um, before we got started recording some food I don't remember what it was, but it made me think of a Mississippi barbecue. And a true barbecue needs to be smoked for hours. And 
it is delicious when you have real barbecue. And uh, it takes a long time to smoke it right, but you don't just throw sauce on it and call it barbecue. It actually gets smoked. And um, it is worth waiting for. Since I have a shorter attention span than you do, Pastor John, um, I, was, I was saying chocolate chip cookies. When you're putting those chocolate, that dough on a pan and you just have to wait, it's only like 12 minutes, but boy, that's a long 12 minutes to uh, wait for those cookies to get done and then to pop them into your mouth while the, it's st they're still molten. Uh, that's no problem at all. But uh, the waiting for something as simple as that is kind of tough sometimes. My story is about my husband waiting for his Notre Dame season tickets to come. Oh, he boo. can't wait to see what the box is going to be like and what gift they're going to give you. And hopefully this year you get to go to Notre Dame football. And when I get those bo that box, I I'm whistling the Notre Dame victory march as I come walking in the door. Yes. <laughs> Things are worth waiting for. In fact, uh, even this time of year, I always think of spring. You know, we wait and we wait and we wait through winter for spring to come and how wonderful it is when the sun shines and flowers come out and trees turn green and the warm air. And uh, there are things worth waiting for. And in this passage, we want to remind people that God makes everything beautiful in its time. Now, obviously, this passage talks a lot about time. Are there any things that you guys would like to highlight in the passage? Well, I picked the passage, and uh, again, I, I know it's weird, but I love the book of Ecclesiastes for a lot of reasons, but I like this passage. To me, you know, we know that the bad stuff happens, like a time to be born, a time to die, a time to um, uproot, you know, a time to weep, a time to mourn. We know all those things happen, and just the reminder of there's also a time to laugh and a time to dance, and, I, you know, it doesn't say it here, but it reminds me that God doesn't waste things. Um, you know, there, everything happens for a reason, and even the bad stuff, God's going to make it beautiful. Uh, I just love this passage. Well, we like the idea of the first half of most of these. We lo love the idea of, of birth. You mentioned that already, Tara, but we don't like the idea of death. We like the idea of planting. Um, we don't like the idea of uprooting those plants. Um, I guess this third one, we don't like the idea of killing, but we like the idea of healing. And so it's good to know that all that is in God's hands. I think it's, you know, I think the whole passage speaks of two very different things. It speaks of time and it speaks of eternity. And in time, things are beautiful because they have an ebb and flow to them. And so life is beautiful because people are born, but then also because people die. Um, there's kind of this counterbalance in time. And that's how we, we experience the finite world. That's how we see it. And God has a plan for that. But he says he's also put eternity in human hearts. And if you think about eternity, there is no time to born or time to die because there is no time in eternity. <laughs> Uh, there is no time to search or to give up because you're found forever in eternity. And so I, I like this because it, it gives me kind of a melancholy peace about now because I know God has a plan for every opposite. For those who are born, he has a plan for, their, for them to die. For the planning, he knows the uprooting. For all those things, he's got a plan. 
But once we get into eternity, it'll be a whole different ballgame. And I love that part, too, where it says, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. Like, I feel like I spend a lot of time trying to fathom it. <laughs> like, like, whoa, God did this and he did that and that was so cool. And how did he figure this out? Uh, but no one can fathom that. And I just I love that idea. I love that there's so much more that hopefully one day will be revealed. Um, when we picked this passage, uh, my first thought was back to my childhood we, uh, when we would ride in the car, we would listen to cassettes in the car, and we had a whole set of cassettes called uh, Salty the Singing Songbook. Oh, yeah. And um, they were uh, like Christian stories and uh, with a songbook, and then they would have songs, kids' songs, that they would sing throughout the storyline that would, that would go through it. And one of the songs that um, was on one of the cassettes was called In His Time. And uh, I, I went online to make sure I had all the words right, but it was just a short chorus. In his time, in his time, he makes all things beautiful in his time. Lord, please show me every day as you're teaching me your way that you do just what you say in your time. And I think sometimes we need to be encouraged by that because that, we go through the different times of life. And uh, we, we have those good times and those dark, dark times. And we have that promise, I think, that ultimately in the scope of eternity, God is making things beautiful and uh, present them as beautiful to him. And, and I'm grateful for uh, I, I, hours of car rides singing salty songs that uh, to this day I remember lots of them and uh, enjoyed um, singing them so much, even, even to the point that I bought some for my kids. I couldn't get them excited about them. They have other things that they've gotten excited about as they've grown up, but... Um, but I'm, I'm grateful for that and uh, little choruses that stick in my head that remind me of God's truth. And I don't, I, I like the idea that of, or I don't like the idea that Tara stopped at verse 11. 12 through 14 really give us the answer to a lot of the things we've been talking about. So they know that there is nothing better for men than to be happy and to do good while they live, that everyone may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all his toil. This is the gift of God. I know that everything God do does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it. Nothing can be taken away from it. God does it so that men will revere him. All these things, all these different the birth and death and all these things should be drawing us closer and closer to God that we may revere God. Yeah, we've recently had the experience of twins in our family. Our nephew and niece have two beautiful little girls. And the same day we visited them we have a friend who is facing eternity because of cancer but she was just as joyful as the parents of the twins were and that was so um such a testimony to my heart that because of god um, the time to die doesn't have to be all gloom and sadness but can also be a celebration um, that you're going to see jesus soon yeah, I think that I think that speaks to having eternity in our hearts. You know, you see people, a lot of people will fear the latter half of each of these lines if they don't have eternity in their hearts or they don't have the question of eternity settled. Um, because it's it's true. I mean, you 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 have a span. <laughs> you you're born and you die. You're, you plant and you uproot. I mean, there's 
there's a limited sense to what we have available to us in this side of eternity. And so if you don't have that question answered, you're facing death with a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to uproot and move, you know, you can get too attached to what you're leaving. <laughs> um, you can, you know, become too attached to people or, or all of these things. And everything is beautiful for the time that it's there. And we, sh- we could appreciate that, but not hold on too tightly. Well, today, we want to remind everyone who's listening that God makes everything beautiful in its time. Even as thunder is outside and the rain comes down, and I just think um, how much how greener, much greener things will be. I put fresh flower seed down in a flower bed last night, ready for today, and uh, God will make all things beautiful in its time, in His time. So be blessed today. Thanks for listening, and uh, keep watching as God makes things beautiful in His time. <laughs>